Dory 1, this is Fireteam Delta. Dad's coming home. Welcome to the Military Veteran Dad Podcast, where it is our mission to bring every dad home. I am your host, Ben Colloy. I'm a United States Marine veteran, husband, and a father. We will bring authentic conversations to inspire action in your life so we can close the gap between the dad you are today and the dad you want to be tomorrow. This is the Military Veteran Dad Podcast. Welcome back to Fatherhood Fridays. This is the place where we dive into the things that we don't always get a lot of time to talk about in the podcast. Sometimes it's deep diving on a podcast episode. Sometimes it's speaking from the moment of what is going on in the world. Like these past few weeks, we've been talking a lot about the coronavirus. Sometimes it's just a message that was relevant in my life, and I want to bring it to you. So if you were here checking out this series, I want to thank you because that means that you are beginning to feel that hunger for more information, that hunger to grow, that hunger to be a better dad every day when you wake up. And this fatherhood series is dedicated to you, the dad, who has that hunger inside who knows that there's something bigger in his life and he's more capable than in life than what he's currently setting the bar at. And I applaud you for taking the time and the effort and showing up and listening to this episode. Today's episode is going to be about fear. So I've kind of had this underlying theme through most of these episodes of fear. And even the podcast, I talk about fear quite a bit. And today I wanted to deep dive into it in a way that we haven't really done in the podcast. And I wanted to start off with reading a few quotes. And I always like quotes because they help kind of give a good frame of reference. And sometimes a quote can be like just a pierce right through the firewall that is your mentality of how you approach life. And so the first one is doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. And that one's by Susie Kasman. The next one is Do One Thing Every Day That Scares You by Eleanor Roosevelt. The next one by Mark Twain is a a really good one because it frames it up in a way that I don't think most people have heard it before. Courage is resistance to the fear, mastery of fear, not the absence of fear. And that's one actually comes to a story of a Navy SEAL named Larry Yach that talks about fear as well a lot. And you might think that a Navy SEAL isn't scared of anything because of how they approach life, how they live life, how they've trained. But really, they've learn to feed the courage wolf because that is the resistance to that fear, the mastery of fear. It's not that they don't fear. They've learned to grow the courage inside to be able to take action despite that fear and move forward with that. And it's something that I think a lot of dads struggle with because there isn't a lot of real world challenges in our life compared to 200 years ago, that you don't get stuck on these different things, that if you're hungry, you go to the grocery store. If you need money, you get a job. That these are problems that don't really feed our inside masculinity in a way that we 
understand more of how do we bring that out. And another quote that I'd like to bring from my good friend Andy Storch is, starve your fears. I can't tell you how many times, I've been friends with this guy for about three years on Facebook. I think actually maybe four. I've met him in time in person a couple times and we've been become really great friends. And when you have a friend that repeats starve your fears is kind of like his tagline. It really starts going through you. You really start finding ways to starve your fears. This podcast is something that came out of starving my fears. Fear is something that isn't even, it's just your perception of the world. It's not even something really real. It's just your mind trying to keep you safe from lions, tigers, and bears. Because that's how our 3,000-year-old brain is wired. It's wired for survival. It's wired for flight or fight response. But yet in 2020, very few things are relatable to lions, tigers, and bears. Even if you compare it to coronavirus, coronavirus is something, it's an invisible enemy, very similar to maybe a lion and tigers and bears, but it's different. And it can actually, it's invoked throughout this transition. When I first was going through the the idea that coronavirus was happening and coming nearby, that I was, I felt like a caveman for about three days. I'm going to be honest, because that primal fear of survival was really, really at a heightened sense of state. It was when everything had just started kicking off and started getting shut down. Everybody was going crazy at the grocery stores. That fear was something that my brain manifested very heavily. And it was a a hard three days. I'm not going to lie because I felt like I needed to protect my family. It felt like I needed to, to do something to make sure that my family was going to be safe and that then I started questioning, had I done enough to make sure that they were safe prior to all this happened? Was I doing enough as a father to make sure that I was protecting, providing, and presiding, as Ryan Mickler says, for my family? But again, that's just the fear of like the insecurity that comes with it. It wasn't actually like the fear that I was going to die. It was the fear of me just not having control of the situation. And I had to reconcile that I do have control. I can correct. I can make new decisions today to make different choices and move forward through that. Another quote that I kind of use, this is one this is my own quote, is when something scares you, generally, as long as it's not something that's going to kill you, the more amazing something is on the other side. I'll say that again. The more something scares you, that generally means the more something's amazing on the other side. Your brain is wired to keep you safe. And what does safe look like in 2020? It says that your life revolves around a routine. It says that your life revolves around not taking risks. It revolves around you having patterns. It revolves around you not growing personally. It revolves around you being the same person because what your brain knows is what it's comfortable with. And your brain always wants you to be comfortable. But in its wiring, we it understands that as comfort and safety. That if I'm not taking risks, then I'm safe. And to stay alive, I need to be safe. But that methodology and that mindset in 2020 will not feed the hunger that you're feeling inside. That fear 
is something that's going it's going to use to keep it where it's at, to keep the warm chocolate chip cookie feeling that it has every time you wake up. But that fear is something that I use as a compass. I use my fear of what scares me the most in life, truly, in a way of like taking risks, doing big goals, like what do I want, really want for my life type questions, and then what scares me about those answers, which everyone scares me the most is the one that I generally go to, or I at least write it down and keep it in the back of my mind that that's something that I definitely need to start running towards when the time is right, because you can't run towards every fear and every amazing thing that could be on the other side of that. It's all about a progression. You build up from one one risk to the next risk and the next risk, and you just keep stretching this idea that you're going to take action through that fear, despite that fear. Like that courage to do big and bold things is not the idea that you do not have fear. You just decide to feed the courage wolf that allows you to take action despite that fear. And if you are a dad that fears maybe even being a dad, I can say that there's been several dads that I've run into where they'll speak in a way that I can tell and they'll say to me that I'm scared to really step into their life. Imagine if you've been listening to this podcast, understanding what we talk about and having a fear or a barrier that prevents you from being a great dad, because maybe it's a PTSD trauma that puts that fear there, that there's insecurities that you have to deal with to be a good dad, and your brain doesn't want to go there because that's not safe or comfortable. And your brain builds a construct around these ideas even if it's the false one, even if it's a narrative of this is how I can go on living with this trauma that I went through, that's just a method it did to survive. It's nothing, that's it. It just did a method to cope. Like the brain needs to be able to deal with these things. So, I mean, if you if you ever hear about people suppressing memories from their childhood, that's a method the brain did to survive and move on. It doesn't make it right or wrong. It doesn't even make it either. It just says that this is how the brain deals with it. So if we go back, imagine that that fear is what prevents you from coming home as a dad. Imagine the opportunity you have on the other side of that fear. If we think of that idea, the more something scares you, the more something's amazing on their side. This analogy of the dad is probably the most beautiful one of all because what I've learned through doing this podcast is the beauty of being a father is one of the the most beautiful things that you can do throughout your life. It will be your legacy of how you leave this world. But if that fear is in front of that, you'll never tap even a smidge of that. And so if you're listening and that's you, I would ask you yourself, what insecurities or what things get triggered when I think about engaging with my kids? Use those as the first questions to start figuring out how you come home. Because whatever triggers us generally, like whatever, when your kids do something and it makes you very uneasy and you feel yourself pull back, that is generally an area you need to dig into. Because your kids are invoking an emotion in you 
and your brain has been conditioned with a certain set of responses based on your past experiences to relate to that emotion, which then causes the same feeling repeatedly because your brain has been using this experience from wherever in your life to understand what this emotion means or interpret this emotion that your brain only has this experiences of your life to interpret the emotions that you're experiencing. All of those are good areas for you to dive into. If you think about maybe your marriage, maybe it's easier to just go to work and not invest in your marriage. Maybe it's easier just to turn it off. Maybe it's easier just to hope that it all works out. That fear or that choice is going to lead to a marriage that no longer recognizes what the foundation of that marriage was built on. You need to be able to starve that fear. You need to be able to take action despite that fear. This podcast exists. My ambition to be a public speaker exists. My ambition to not get beat down when I lost my job isn't the absence of fear. All of those things scare the heck out of me. Being on stage still scares me. But I understand that I need to take action and and be there because that is something I desperately want in my life. I know I want that feeling to consistently be on stage. But still, as a human being with a 3,000-year-old mind or 3-million-year-old mind, I am going to feel that fear. It's just a natural feeling that you're going to have something that wants to keep you safe because that's the hardcore programming in your OS, in your brain. But you need to understand how you can move through that fear and understand how you can go forward because life happens on the other side of your fear. Whatever it is that you're feeling right now that scares you as you listen to this, life happens. Your life, the one that you've always wanted to live, happens on the other side of that fear. And if you're listening to this and it's resonating, that's because you know deep down in your heart you're probably not taking a big enough action. You're probably not starving your fear. You're not taking action and jumping through that fear because on the other side is something that you've always wanted. One of my very first colloisms was if you're at the wall of fear, so if you imagine the fear in your life as a wall, you need to find a door, wherever that door may be, and walk through it. Because on the other side could be your destiny, could be the one thing that you've always wanted to see in your life. The one place where you're like, this is why I was alive. This is why I was put here. This is my purpose. This is my passion. This is why I exist. And all of that happens for you, not to you. Everything that's happened to you allows you to move forward with a better and stronger life. It, life, it's difficult to see in the moment, but remember, life happens for you. And these ideas that fear is out there to get you is BS, and you need to be able to starve that fear and move forward. Before I wrap up, I want to also invite you to our Facebook group. The Facebook group I've started on Sunday nights at 8.30 Central Time, 9.30 Eastern Time, and 6.30 Pacific. I've started doing a free live Zoom call where I we jump on. We actually really don't have an agenda. We've just been kind of uh, talking. There's been a few guys of us jumping in so far. I know it's going to grow because there's already a couple more people joining for this week. So if you need some connection, if you need 
some humor, some laughter, some banter from the military, jump into our Facebook group. There's a link down in the show notes for it. Jump in the Facebook group. It's an event within the in the actual uh, Facebook group. Jump in and we'll get you there. We'll We'll get you wherever it is that you need to go. When you have men who understand how to, to help and support each other, which the men we have in this group are that, that a veteran doesn't leave people behind. I mean, that's our mindset when we go into anything we do in life. We don't leave others behind. And that's what we're doing and helping with this. this that's why I wanted to start this, because I don't want people to feel like they're alone. I don't want people to feel isolated. And I want people to feel like they have a safe place to talk about something, but then also at the same time, just have a conversation and feel connected because during these times it's very uncertain and most men are not getting any connection with other men to just kind of let go to just be a guy and have friends like that is something that we need and as you know from my story that friendships is one of the reasons I'm here it helped transform my life the fear of saying hello was something that was paralyzing me but through that journey is why I am here hosting a podcast So with that, I'll sign off. You guys have a great weekend. Happy Easter. And I will talk to you again on Monday.